1: Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody, you made it to Friday. You <laughs> <laughs> indeed. This is, Q-q. Q-q. this is the Colleen and Bradley Q-q. Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, hey. who just had a little lesson. In uh, some hip-hop parlance. Uh, I did
2: I did not know. Like I thought it was just like a mix-up of words, and you're like, actually, that word means blank. And I was <laughs> like, I had no idea Google it, kids.
1: It's true. Find that uh, Urban Dictionary. You'll get all your Urban answers. Urban Dictionary. Uh-huh.
2: The, the more, more you know. know. And sometimes uh, it's better not to know. Well,
1: you know, I think that that's probably what Ellen DeGeneres is thinking right now, is it's better if people just don't know how absolutely terrible and horrible I am.
2: Yeah, the absolutely terrible, horrible, no good, Good boss uh, is probably what Grace and Chance would call Ellen DeGeneres, and that's after an in-depth what torching? I don't know. Like, what's the word? Like,
1: we'll be careful. What? (laughs) No, I'm just saying we had an incident with a word earlier today. Is all.
2: Oh no, I'm just (laughs) saying like he literally torched the image of Ellen that anybody might have had. Um, and in this case, Grayson Chance, uh, well, frankly, and again, today he doubled down on this. He's standing behind a bunch of criticism he laid out in a Rolling Stone interview about working with, um, Ellen DeGeneres. Now, a lot of people, myself included, didn't. I don't think knew or perhaps even know as I'm telling you what a grace and chance is, but he's a performer, he's an artist, and he's an Oklahoma native, and he kind of had a, a viral moment of himself performing uh, paparazzi, uh-huh. uh, Lady Gaga's paparazzi in front of schoolmates that landed him on Ellen's now defunct show,
1: which was her thing, right? Like she, she, and I'm putting that in loose quotes. She would discover people on YouTube bring them into her orbit and then catapult them to superstardom or at least that was the plan
2: yeah exactly and he's like we just couldn't believe what was happening we were so unsure of what was what we were getting into but the person that helped you know that viral moment of it all right and the person that helped cure all of that skepticism and all of that stress and chaos apparently for Grayson was Ellen they met and he claims that Ellen said to him quote I'm going to protect you I'm gonna be uh, here for you. We're gonna do this together. So she then co-creates a record label that's distributed by Interscope, Geffen, and A and M Records. She signs Chance as her first act. She then hooks him up with a bunch of high-profile managers, a booking agent, a publicist, a brand agent. Like literally sets this kid up, right? Yeah. Again, he's twelve. He goes viral. She's like opportunity dating. Yep. So in uh, 2010 he rela- releases a mini EP then he's on a touring schedule you can imagine this gets really demanding and that's when he says Ellen became very demanding and controlling Oof. quote my whole week my whole month my whole year could change with one text message from her that was horrible he said that he quickly learned Ellen's opinions were the only opinions that mattered he uh I mean, really, in, in no uncertain terms, says basically, she made my life a living, double hockey sticks. Yeah. Oof. Now, what I will say is that a, a source close to page six, however, says that, um, oh, no. No, this no, is a different not. recollection. Uh, he's, Ellen misremembering. Actually, <laughs> he's misremembering. He's <laughs> misremembering. Ellen actually went above and beyond for the young musician, noting that sometimes careers just don't take off. Ooh. Mm, like, oh. oh, it was just his fault. Now apparently he he had gotten to the point where he was opening for Miranda Cosgrove. Wow. Um Wait,
1: how old is he now? I'm sorry, you may well, have said. Well, he was that.
2: 12 and this would have been around 2010, so maybe he's like 22ish. Okay. He's mid-20ish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so he was on tour with Miranda Cosgrove. Mhm. And um Apparently, there's this tale where, wherein he says, Ellen got her hands on an advanced copy of Justin Bieber's Never Say Never documentary. And he's like, watch this. This needs to be you. Do the things. According to Chance, uh, who apparently was very exhausted at the time, said that she wanted him to watch it right away because she wanted him to model his career after that of uh, Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. which maybe she's also had some uh, familiarity yeah. with, right?
1: Because she's highly highly intertwined in his rise to fame
2: when he quote didn't make viewing the film a priority he claims that DeGeneres called his mom and berated her and said things what type of mother are you he recalled hearing the comedian allegedly ask his mom before she reportedly said to him directly i'm disappointed or disappointed isn't even remotely what i'm feeling right now and he says at that moment i felt like um i'm just a pawn in this woman's game
1: Wait a minute. So his mother said to him. No, no, no. Oh, Ellen, Ellen said to yeah, him. First, disappointed. she says to the mom. So the mom got it.
2: She says to the mom first, like, "What type of mother are you?" And okay. then she says to him, him.
1: "Got it." Yeah. Because I'm thinking. Well, so, just to kind of paint a different picture, I was thinking, like, had she kind of pulled his mom in like a tractor beam, and she was doing his her bidding. I mean, which that's like a whole different level of control, but. Um, wow, this is like this is some it goes stuff. on.
2: It goes on and on and on. Um, I will say our friend Panda tweeted, I think I'm one of the few people who remembers him. Some of the other shows were wondering why he's speaking out now, but maybe his contract kept him from speaking Probably. out. Probably. So I would say that too, because here here's here was my reaction after reading all this. Cause you do kind of have that like, or at least I will speak for myself. As I was reading uh Grayson Chance's account of working with Ellen and what that experience was like. Because I will tell you it's gross. Like if you take him at his word, you have a person. I mean, he was, what, 12 at the time? Yeah, he's a child. I Like, I don't want to say she's taking advantage of a 12-year-old, but it certainly is like she sees dollar signs about a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, like, and again, this is his account. But if I'm reading it and taking that in, that account to me says, um, you know, red alert, red alert. Like, yeah. Do you... Do you know what it, right? Like, not every 12-year-old is ready for this well, or I, capable of this.
1: I think that that's, uh, if you really take a step back and you think about the people that she sort of, like I said, pulled in like a tractor beam, like, that were part of her orbit that she was trying to then push back out, they they were mostly children. When yeah. they, so I think that, I mean, it's almost I don't want to use this word because I don't want it to be, I don't want to cheapen the word, but it's almost predatory in terms of how she uses them to make money for herself. Like, you know, I'm not saying it's predatory in an abusive, like the conventional abuse way, but that's predatory. Uh,
2: What I would say at the very least is that like what we allow children to participate in, in entertainment and pop culture is horrifying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. you know, without casting like particular aspersions, because we can go up and down the list of people yes. who take advantage of kids when they shouldn't. And that's, you know, people in this case, Ellen, we're talking about, and I think that's something that always made us uncomfortable about Ellen was this, well, we've talked about this off the air, even that like toxic, you know, happiness, positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, it just makes us uncomfortable because you just know that's not true because we know from our own lives, nobody is that happy all the time. Nobody wants to come dancing down the stairs at Mm -hmm. work. And the expectation that someone has to do that every day is a little like, well, I hope anyway, we're getting to a point where we maybe go, hmm, that doesn't seem
1: sustainable or normal,
2: sustainable or normal. And I think the same is true then when you apply that to kids, because it's one thing for an adult to do that and, you know, it takes its toll. Imagine what it does to a 12 year old who's, it's, it feels like kids who become famous at this age must be going through a very Truman show kind of experience because, you know, they think the world is one thing, but they have no idea.
1: Mm-mm. And they can't. And they
2: will slowly learn at their own peril. Mm-hmm. I did want to just double back to this, um, Chance Grayson story because, you know, one of our questions was like, why is he coming out now? And I did have that reaction as I was reading it, like, Ooh. like, do you, like, Ooh. like, All those things may be true, but like, dude, what do we, that's, this is going to be rough for him Mm -hmm. because you know a lot of people are going to come out in defense of her. She's going to have things to say. Right. Whatever. So that said, he said, you know, what happened to me as a kid was not cool. It has led to PTSD and trauma. Mm -hmm. Now, he, I don't think lame's that all at Ellen's feet, Mm -hmm. but.
1: Well, I mean yeah, he was in a system from the time he was 12 on, you know, you may not put it all, uh, put all the eggs in Ellen's basket, but it certainly was a large piece of it. No doubt. And then he goes formative years.
2: Yeah. And like you said, like the, 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 uh, you use the word predatory. When you look at a kid and say talent and then open a record label to like put that into effect, I mean, not just, I i don't know, that just, I don't like that Mm-mm. behavior. Because you, to me, that's a whole lot of expectation you are putting on a kid.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I just wanted to also, um, to, to your earlier point about, like, why is he coming out now? Like, people are going to come out in defense of Ellen. I wonder if it's... There are, you know that there there are people who will come out in front of something because they just can't not, right? Like, he just can't keep it secret that this happened to him. And he probably, you're right, he probably is not entirely braced for whatever the blowback might look like. However it probably is going to be a lot better than what he's been going through and oh. trying to keep that a secret
2: the the PTSD and the trauma yeah. that he's talking about are probably far worse than he is concerned i mean for us it's easy to be like right because we know and we're sitting well, back have been in traumatized by ellen yeah and we're sitting in our comfortable chairs mm-hmm. like well kid your career You're absolutely right. But to that point, um, the reason I mentioned is because he actually says, quote, I'm sure people will have a lot to say about the article and how I maybe appear ungrateful for Degeneres uh, for Ellen's efforts in the beginning. And the truth is that I'm grateful for her giving me a start, but I'm more grateful to myself for the moments when I got dropped and everything went awry when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, He thanked his teenage self who was able to pick up the pieces and fight. And he tells all these other, like, shape, like, if you want to go into the, like, you know, I don't want to say petty corner, but shady corner, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he talks about, like, going back to the show, like, after, she, she basically ghosts him in his career, according to him. Mm-hmm. And then, but would invite him to come on the show occasionally. When she needed him. And take, and, like, seeming like, not overtly take credit for him and his career and success, but, like, he talks about coming out and he is in a place with her and not at this moment willing to cut her. um
1: Can you imagine what that feels like for a, for anybody, right? Like for anybody, I think it's difficult. I have a hard time with that. When uh, you find yourself in a situation with somebody who, when you're out front with them and you have to look like you enjoy each other. And then like in real life, you're like, I don't think that person's a bit like, And I have that like, on like, I'm thinking about that on the most micro level possible. He is a child and being trotted out in front of an audience where Ellen is going to act a certain way to him, but then off the air, she's acting a whole different way. And that's
2: exactly what he talks about. And that's why I said it feels kind of like Truman Mm Showy, you know, where like the world, you don't know the world is, it's like you're operating as if the world is one thing but really it's a whole nother thing and you're kind of not even really aware of it and then all of a sudden you are and Mm -hmm. what kind of trauma that must provide you because now and that's kind of like childhood in general right right? like you sort of wake up to the world around you like oh you're like and then hopefully through a certain amount of therapy (laughs) Uh, you're able to like work through that right? right and be like that wasn't normal yeah so, or
1: I thought this was going on, but it turns
2: out. So I'm a huge fan of people, you know, like, uh, and for him in particular, because again, this is a person I was not aware of, but like owning that truth. And like you said, it's easy to be like, "Ooh, Ellen, ooh." at the same time for him, this has to feel tremendously freeing. Absolutely. Because he is now in control.
1: Yeah. Of, yeah, of his own narrative and his own story.
2: Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's in Rolling Stone.
1: I want this docu-series.
2: Don't you kind of like, because, you, yeah.
1: All the kids. That's what I was just about to say. That's what I want is like the Ellen's Kids docu-series. Oh, I'm, yeah. de- I'm serious. Well, I'm going all in. Well, because you have
2: Gracie in. and... Uh, yeah,
1: so, what, the girls. Sophia and Grace. Sophia and Grace. Sophia,
2: Sophia, Grace, and yeah, you know. But that's why I think like... Um, Yes, Ellen will be the story, and then I think we will all learn something as a result. Yeah, and be able to kind of like the way we did with Brittany, where we all were able to go, "Oh, oh. crap!" And hopefully yeah. we won't make those same mistakes. So, like, hopefully the next Ellen is not looking at a twelve-year-old and thinking dollar signs. Right. You know.
1: Uh, when we.
2: This is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert!
1: Dirt alert! Dirt alert, dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here and she's brought with her every last speck of dirt straight from Hollywood. Hey, it's halls. a dirt alert. What's up, Pauls?
0: Hi, could Taylor Swift be performing at the upcoming Super Bowl halftime show? You mean the Apple Music halftime show? <laughs> yes, the Apple Music halftime show. Now it was announced at midnight that Apple Music will mm. now sponsor the Super Bowl halftime midnight, show. Hey? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of Pepsi, who has mm. been doing it for quite some time. They dropped that m- notice at midnight. Now, some Taylor Swift fans... Yes, are taking this as an Easter egg. You know, Taylor Swift loves a good Easter egg. They're going off the theory that her album Midnight's is her upcoming album. This announcement was made at midnight.
2: Oh, God, they're always mm-hmm. with the things. <laughs> like, it, it, does a Taylor Swift fan just go through life, you know, like one mm-hmm. hint to the next? Mm-hmm. Like, where should I go today? Well, the sun is rising from the east, which means I could be going to the east side of mm-hmm. cloud. Out there. Well, it, this would not be a surprise, right? She's never done the, the Super Bowl, no. right? No.
0: Arguably, Taylor Swift is one of the last big A-list acts well, who have not played the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime
2: show. It's happening.
1: When does Midnight's come out again? October Midnight. 21st. Yeah, so this <laughs> <laughs> this is the timing would be right. Yeah, which is also...
0: Kim Kardashian's birthday. Okay, well, also It's also so great. My cat's birthday.
2: She's going to oh. be performing live with her, your cat.
0: Oh, if only. <laughs> I mean, his name is Singer. It would be perfect. It would be perfect. Yes. Perfect.
1: He would probably uh,
2: not get top billing though, FYI. Well,
1: you know, she's got her own cats that oh, she really she Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Maybe was, she'll
2: do it like a, a cat's reunion <gasps> on stage with James uh what's Corden? his nuts?
1: Oh. Mm -hmm. if only jason derulo
2: and our good friend uh rebel wilson rebel wilson from down under
1: i mean listen
2: (laughs) ian mckellen sir ian mckellen
0: oh my goodness or she could do something like the acro cats do you know the acro cats no it's a traveling cat circus and they perform stunts do they have an instagram yes they do
1: hold please go on
2: (laughs) did those cats want to perform
0: well, they're they're all rescue cats and it looks like they're in a good home. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah.
2: As long as they're not being forced to jump through flaming hula hoops. I don't think so. Okay.
0: Uh fans are also speculating over on the other end of the internet that Khloe Kardashian's daughter True revealed the name of Kylie Jenner's <gasps> son in the Kardashian's season two oh, premiere. Okay,
1: this is a tease. How? Um,
0: well, during a FaceTime that they had on the Kardashians. Chloe uh, asked, "Do you want to see someone?" To True and True said, "Yeah." And when Chloe asked who True wanted to see, she said, "Baby
1: brother, hi, Snowy." Like yeah, his
2: name is Snow. She and, well, likes to
1: call. She wanted to call him Snowy. But what we also know, so just to put all the clues together yeah, from this that, makes no sense to me. Is that? You know, well, kids call their little siblings all kinds of things. Sure. Well, and it's Nicknames. stormy. And it's stormy. And so, Snowy. Oh,
2: that would be cute.
1: Except for that, we know that Chloe, there was another conversation that took place where Chloe explained she wanted the name to start with a T. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they were going through all of the possible names. Thunder Can stormy? I share? Well, there's the thunder. Can I just share with you, though, what some of those were? Because Thor. you're going to. Ten, oh, no, no Tio
2: Tio's cute But that that's is like cute. uncle but,
0: Yeah that is uncle Tiger
2: That's, that's
1: Tupac a, uh... And two Like T-U I don't know <sighs> T-W There's so many options Okay So
2: We'll find out When yes. we're supposed to Otherwise uh, We got other fish uh, Yeah try. I'm not
1: even Going <laughs> to worry about it Holly thank you For that dirt alert That's all When we come back On the Colleen and Bradley show Holly Roberts is also Going to bring us Some pop culture mysteries To solve in the form of blind items, in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. I've never been a fan of change. Oh, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly finds them for us, brings them to us. We try to solve them in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item.
0: Sifting through the celebrity gossip, kitty litter, and
1: fill those almond Almond rocas. That's right. I got a bag full of them. When was the last time you actually authentically ate an actual almond roca? I can tell
2: you. It was probably like June something because (sighs) I bought, they have almond roca minis now.
1: Oh,
0: tell me more. At the
2: Walgreens. Hold on. And it comes in a bag, so you don't got to unwrap them and do all that dumb stuff.
0: Oh. The future is you just now. You pile them
2: into your mouth. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I... Try this on for size. Oh, Yummy. Sorry. This A-list mostly movie actor could be hooking up with the attorney who delivered him a loss overseas, but he's also hooking up with a Russian stripper ex of this Oscar-winning chain-smoking actor. Ooh. Johnny,
1: Johnny Depp. Depp.
2: And the chain-smoker. I feel like we should know this.
1: Oscar-winning chain-smoker. no Oscar-winning chains? Do we know this person to be? I mean, everybody smokes.
0: That's true. I mean, uh, let's but take chain our own advice. Smoker? Do
1: we know this person to be a chain smoker?
0: I don't think so. But um, by all means, the comment section. I'm going to give you a clue, and this clue is one word. And this person is often referred to this by our friends Lori and Julia.
1: Hey, hamacaconda. Oh, John
2: Ham.
0: John Ham. He
1: is not an Oscar
0: winner.
2: Oh, uh. oh, ham!
1: I just get so excited about the hamaconda. <laughs> uh which uh... by the way,
2: he says he does wear underwear. So get your mind out of the gutter,
1: right? Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, but he wears that. he wears boxer briefs, which that like things flop around when you wear boxer briefs.
0: What's even the point?
2: I know I can't. I like briefs because it keeps everything uh, in its upright, not upright position. <laughs> you know what I meant. Where it's nice supposed and, to be. Nice and uh,
0: it's the, contained. Yeah. Yes. Okay, the so. The tray table of the crotchal region. <laughs> okay. Yes,
2: of the crotchal region. Okay, a man that Lori and Julia would know as Ham?
0: Well, because they say he looks like Ham sometimes.
2: <laughs> he looks like Ham. Oh. Danny DeVito. <laughs> What? I don't know, just uh, i just like I ham? was thinking of what's his name? Uh the really tan guy. The <laughs> George <red>. Hamilton? No, <laughs> no, that's George ham, uh, Hamilton. A, no, what's oh, the guy it. with the, the boxer?
1: <sighs> Mickey Rourke? Yeah,
2: is it Mickey Rourke? Uh. He looks like a ham.
1: I feel like we've gone off the rails because I can't get back to who Oscar winner. Oscar oh, winning ham.
2: Oscar winning looks like a ham.
0: Like <laughs> bone in, really bone in. Means. I bet if we got Lori or Julia, are they out Go there? Get Hold on a second. Right. Okay. Because I'm Hold wondering okay. while I we're would...
2: waiting, I'm wondering if it's like a honey baked ham. right? Because <laughs> uh, remember we live broadcast from a honey baked ham. Oh, that was. their listeners. How you doing?
1: Hi. We love your ham. We're
2: trying to get you guys a new spokesperson. <laughs> But we don't know. But we don't who it know who it is. is. <laughs> Could be it's not Mickey Rourke or Danny oh, DeVito. The <laughs> spiral well, cut.
0: I just don't. Hold understand. on, Lori. Oh, good. 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 Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: She knew right, All right away. So let's turn Hi, her Laurie. mic on.
1: Thank you. Uh, hello. Okay. Lori has joined us. Yes. Should, so, you,
2: should we have uh, uh, Holly read the blindie? I,
1: but uh, Lori doesn't have headphones on, oh, oh, okay. so we'll have to translate. Right. Is this yeah. the blind eye? I'm telling okay. you, I love this segment. Oh, good. Okay. Thank, yeah. you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Okay. Well, if you could translate to I'll translate it. Yep. Yes. So, it is... We are looking for... So, Johnny Depp is dating his lady, his lawyer lady. However, London he's... lawyer. Yes. Yeah. He's also dating a... Explain Russian her to me. Stripper. Russian stripper. Who has been associated with his chain smoking, uh, Oscar winning friend, who you apparently know as Ham, ham? Face. Who's Ham Face? Sean Penn. Oh, <laughs> Sean Penn. Oh. he's his
0: skin texture and color is glazed ham. <laughs> I mean, he's never met oh, sunscreen, and he is a chain he does, smoker. He does oh, look Lord. like
2: he just had, you know, like spent too much time in the sun.
1: Yeah, that's why he's not ever going to wear earrings.
2: It'll look like cloves. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm glad I could clear this up. Colleen thought it was Danny DeVito. No, I thought no. I thought Mickey O'Rourke. Well, I like it. Sean Penn. He, said he
1: looks like a ham, and he I does. thought, who looks like a ham? And Danny DeVito came to mind. No, no, Sean Penn. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. I, I get we that, go that for sure. Yeah. It for uh, Lori, Thank you, Lori. You're welcome. You're doing the Lord's work here. You really are. And yeah. anytime you want to come in here and help us solve <laughs> them, you. you're welcome to do <laughs> Thank so. You. Thank you, Lori. Oh my gosh, That's I have not laughed that hard in a minute. <laughs> Knew she, she would knew. She really right. did. knew she would knew. She really did. Knew she would knew. I was like, Lori,
0: who looks like a
1: ham? And she was right Don't on tell them. Him. That was great. Okay. All right. We got that one. Took us a minute. <laughs> so
2: Sean Penn's stripper lady is also chatting with uh, Johnny Depp. And yes.
1: By chatting.
2: You mean doing the nasty? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Now, Colleen and Bradley, I know you'll solve this right away. Okay. But there are some details that you might be interested in. Mm. The Madam Procurer has been writing a book, a diary of sorts. She started the day she was arrested. It is many hundreds of pages now and with an editor. She doesn't need any money, so she doesn't have to worry about those making money off crimes laws. She would give it away for free. Mm. Several publishers want the book, but will she end up dead first?
2: (gasps) Elaine.
0: Yum. Oof. So, apparently, Ghislaine Maxwell has been working on a tell-all book since she's been arrested. Now, she'd give it away for free, but will it
1: she it be away, able to do away, that? Give... Will she be alive? Yeah. That is that is a juicy one. I mean, because there are plenty juicy. of people who will be implicated in her
2: stories. Yeah, but I also, to, to the blind item's uh, point, like, uh, is she going to be alive? Right. Because she knows people.
1: That's what I'm saying, is like, there are people who can disappear her,
2: who yeah. don't want... Her to be. I mean, if you would buy some of the other conspiracy theories mm-hmm. about people, and I, I don't know, I struggle with this because like I'm, I'm like I run towards and away from an equal measure conspiracy theories depending on what they're about. Um, I do the same with astrology. Like I love it when it tells me what I want to hear, and mm-hmm. when it tells me what I don't, I'm like that's all lies. Um, welcome to my insight. So then I say to myself. I just feel like that conspiracy theory about Jeffrey Epstein being disappeared is almost not even conspiracy theory because there's been so many mainstream people who've said that was entirely possible. If that's then true, you just got to feel like if they can disappear, Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. one of the most powerful, wealthy individuals who's also connected to some of the most powerful and wealthy individuals in mm-hmm. the world, I think they can make other people disappear. Elaine yeah, should not be a problem. Yeah. Grrrr! <sighs> <sighs>
0: Light-hearted celebrity gossip mystery to solve. This former a she Just make
2: a friend in jail too. i be yes. careful, girl. She well, did. Oh, and she made not. That friend. I'm not a Oof. friend of her, so I'm like make more friends. Well, mm. yeah, but
0: that friend that she made friends with, Ghislaine Maxwell, was a uh, she yeah. was a super murderer. Like, like she, got she she
2: real. She wasn't just a murderer. She, well, she
0: murdered people. But didn't did she, she really? like push the eyeballs out of somebody? Oh, she oh, didn't God. do it. She
1: hired. Uh, she oh. hired hit people to do. Those things and yes, they did
2: remove eyeballs.
1: Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's she like, was to be like, fair. Sh- when you're she, in prison, she wanted that. Like she, that was part of the demand to the oh. hit people. Yeah.
2: Also, another world I don't want to live in.
1: Oh, prison. Is-
2: Well, yes, but also a world where somebody just goes, beep, boop, 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 beep. Hi, eyeballs out. Let's go.
0: Well, there was also this story about, there's this book about uh, British football fans, and apparently there's an anecdote in that story where this fan got so angry at another fan that he sucked his eyeball out. No! Holly,
1: I was fine today before I knew that.
2: that's going to take some pressure. I feel like some people- I don't want to
1: talk about this anymore. Really horny people
2: have experienced that. (laughs) Horny? By accident. Because you know how people get weird with, like, I'm going to lick your eyeball. And you're like, why are you doing that? And then they just get too excited. And all of a sudden.
1: Holly, you know how that is? I didn't know, like, a cornea oh, fetish was <laughs> about
0: eyeballs? You guys.
1: <laughs> Bradley's got chapters that we are we don't even know about. I only know about the hot but tub Have you toe. ever
2: had an experience with a human and they they, they do something and you're like, I'm not sure what the toe, for example?
1: Right. The hot tub toe. Yeah, where the-
2: all of a sudden we're having a perfectly good evening, enjoying a hot tub, and suddenly my toe is in your mouth and I don't know <laughs> <long>. why.
1: <laughs> not mine. It was no, not me. No, no. <laughs>
2: No, <laughs> and so began our and ten years how, on the radio. And that's
1: how this show began. <laughs> Can we just do another one before this gets more awkward? Thanks.
0: Okay. By the item. This former A-list singer turned reality judge has been turned down as a housewife, so they're trying to. She's trying to sell her own show, and her co-star would be this former housewife, who is a sister to a current housewife.
2: That's a lot of Okay, housewives.
0: so this. let's just focus on the former A-list singer turned, turned reality, reality judge. judge, who has been turned down as a housewife.
2: Is that like a Gwen Stefani?
1: I, that's kind of what I was thinking. I like that. Let's, well, let's just go with it. We got to go. With okay, break, fine. So. <laughs> just, you know what? We don't know what the real answer is, but we like Gwen Stefani for that one. Yeah, so, but there's there other, is there other people. Were there anybody there? other people mentioned? I mean, you know, there was a Katy Perry. There's a Paula Abdul, a Christina Aguilera. Paula Abdul, by the way, she is the one that endorses that uh, great new um, knee uh, salve that I use. That balm that you use it? Oh my gosh, Voltaren!
2: Oh, that's the Voltaren thing.
1: Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's like a game changer. Is it really? Yes.
2: It's just a salve.
1: It's like a what is that? An ointment. It's like an outer an emollient. Yeah, it's an out. It's like an a. Um- to- it's a topical. uh, like cream. Yeah, but it's like um ibuprofen basically.
2: Oh, so it's an analgesic. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that word.
2: Um Yeah, but you, you got to be careful how you say that word.
1: I know. But you have to only you can only put it on your knee joints or your leg joints or your arm joints. You can't put it any other place. Why? It's just not approved for that
2: use. But Have you tried?
1: No, I read the I I read <laughs> knowing, things.
2: Yeah, knowing you you would not. And don't eat it. Oh god. <laughs> no, it's but I put, Valtrex? It's called felt
1: no. Voltron? Volterran. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, and here's Paula Dool. She's dancing. Yes, yeah, arthritis see? pain because it'll make you dance. I because I got that funky knee. I got that one oh. knee that you just know, doesn't have like me. I've been
2: having some knee issues lately. I'm gonna go get this Voltaren I this Put this it weekend. in your
1: Amazon. Uh, there's one that has a nice purse size. I learned about this. So if purse you purse size, yeah, there's one that comes with a big tube, and then you get a purse size tube too. And that's I wish I would have gotten that one. Anyway, uh, here ends wow. our. Commercial
2: for Voltaire. Anything in there for hemorrhoids? No, I don't have those. Fiber supplements. Fiber, man. I can go song and dance on that. For days. <laughs> we'll and get that
0: Voltaire
1: and then you will be dancing about that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, Harry Styles' mom has entered the chat. Ooh. And it is the mommest mom thing ever there was. Uh, I'll tell you what Harry Styles' mom is saying about the controversy surrounding don't worry darling after this on my talk 1071.
2: hey guys bradley here for my friends jennifer bob the whole snyder team with exp realty when you're buying or selling a home you need people you can trust And I want you to know, as you get to know Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty, I want you to think three words, honesty, integrity, and experience. Those are important things you need to hear when you're choosing a realtor or anybody that's going to be a part of a transaction that means a lot to you. They have 14 highly qualified agents. They concentrate on personalized service. They have been around for 25 years, focusing mostly on the Twin Cities in Western Wisconsin. But whatever your needs, look, they've helped over 3,000 families over the last 25 years buy or sell a home. With all sorts of strange stories I've heard from Jennifer and ways that they've been able to help people get out of interesting situations or get finally the dream that they've had for years, I want you to call The Snyder Team, thesnyderteam.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley Senga
1: thank you Holly this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom that's Bradley Trainer. Hi. and we are enjoying the calm before the storm as project on dirty does start next week and as Holly Can't said wait we should just say thank you to our matching sponsor hero home services thank you, hero! they are definitely going to be there to make your money go extra far for our charities and now you know let's just practice that feeling of generosity yes! don't you think yeah.
2: Bow, bow, yeah. Well,
1: that
0: might be what you're feeling when hey. you get a pair of tickets to Boy Band Christmas Lucky. at Mystic Showroom Wednesday, December 21st at 8 p.m. 7th caller 651-641-1071 is going to be serenaded by the sweet sounds of Boy Band
1: Christmas at the Mystic Showroom Wednesday, December 21st. Ta-da! 651-641-1071. Caller number... Seven, seven is what you said. Thank you. Uh, okay, and now you guys, I've got great news. <clears throat> Harry Styles' mom has entered the chat regarding all of the controversy around "Don't Worry, Darling." Okay, and there's something like so adorable about this because it is the mommest mom mm. statement you've ever mommed. Okay, okay. So she go. Her name, by the way, is Anne Twist. She takes to her Instagram, and she writes the following. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Okay, she's not Minnesotan, but go with me.
2: Yeah, because I think she's probably British.
1: You're right, but this is better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm astounded, and I'm saddened by the vitriolic comments on here, to be honest. I enjoyed a film. If it's not your cup of tea, don't go. If you don't like me, please don't follow me
2: simple oh
1: so she's just like she's momming so that is like the
2: most mommy thing ever she cares about her kid and she wants people to like him i
1: mean it is pretty adorable but i do like i just loved waking up to the headline harry styles mom defends don't worry darling after cast drama i thought of all the people that i thought was going to chime in today harry styles mom was not even on the list yeah And yet here she is just being the best. Being the best
2: mom ever. ever. I mean, hey, that's like, of all the complaining we've heard, this is probably the most uh, predictable and enjoyable.
1: I will say, though, she's not wrong. Like
2: no of course not
1: don't if you don't want to see it you don't have to it's
2: just you know like again have you met the internet everybody's got an opinion about things they don't need to
1: right welcome
2: to our show
1: right i will say she this is what she was react people were reacting to is that she on wednesday had gone to see the show the film with a group of girlfriends and she took to her instagram and she was like first time in the french cinema first day showing don't worry darling You were excellent. Really enjoyed from start to finish. Well done, Olivia Wilde and team for drawing us in. Well done, baby Harry Styles for being a fabulous Jack. Very Mm. proud as usual. And people went at her for that.
2: Well, again, the Internet. I know. People are going to always go after stuff. I'm just just grateful we finally get to have the premiere of this film so we can stop talking about it. Well, it's just go see it or don't. But we don't need to have any drama any longer. Mm.
1: No more, no I, drama I, any longer. I think
2: if I, uh, if I remember correctly, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes saw the film and he's got opinions about it. So hopefully he'll share those with us.
1: Yeah, that'll be great because uh, the, it is it's out as we speak, yeah. right now.
2: And um, by all accounts, it was not doing well on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it was at like thirty three percent. Yeah, that's
1: what you said yesterday. Again, the, the thing that astounds me, and I think this is one for the history books. I would hope that they'll it's teach this. Oh. Well, look at that. They got a couple uh favorable reviews
2: to say 87 percent, though. So, like, I don't I mean, you know,
1: this is the thing I hope I do hope, though, that at some point in like film schools, they are teaching this as like what not to do when it comes to promoting your movie. Yeah, because the sideshow. Nobody has any nobody knows anything about this movie except for who's in it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't even think if you said who's in Don't Worry Darling, they would tell you. But if you told them, hey, what's that movie uh, or what's that thing about... Harry Styles in a movie, they they would know he's in a movie and they might not they might be able to tell you the movie, but probably not.
1: No, but they'd be able to tell you a bunch of the other stuff. Like he's dating the he's dating the he director, spit on, he spit on Chris Pine, uh, Chris Pine Something about Florence Pugh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf had something to say about it.
2: Yeah, this is just a hot mess express.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're not getting on it.
2: No. And frankly, everybody can finally get off after this film premieres. I can't wait to get off. After Ew. This.
1: I'm just saying, I can't wait to get no. off this ride. Obviously, yeah, that's no, what I I'm am saying. too.
2: This narrative, I'm ready Ugh. to be done with this narrative because it was interesting. You know, like I, I, it's not that I don't find pop culture and celebrity stories interesting. I most certainly do, but it's enough. Enough. We've done this. Sometimes
1: you just hit a wall, and yeah. we've hit that wall. Uh, speaking of hitting a wall, actually having nothing to do with hitting a wall. I hope you're not hitting a wall when you're on a road trip. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. I found this exhaustive list in well, I mean it, it's it is it's pretty thorough in the Star Tribune uh, that outlines the iconic dishes of places all over Minnesota. Mm, cool. So if you're on a car trip on a road trip through minnesota where is it that you're stopping to get something very unique what's your can't miss item at your can't miss restaurant okay 651-641-1071 also tell us where it is also i'm probably gonna have to make a huge road trip and hit each and every one of these things 651-641-1071 we'll talk to you after